body. You know, America's all about hot, badass, nasty speed. I mean, that's how you got to play the game of hockey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Behind the Mask. Back to normal. I'm Ryan Radosevich, joined by Jacob Stinson and Cameron McLaren. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing on this Wednesday evening? Uh, stress is a word for it. Midterms coming up. I got a midterm tomorrow. Uh, but, you know, spring break coming up, though. Taking a nice trip down to Fort Lauderdale, so. Dang, that's nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, midterm tomorrow. It's my last one. Of course, not necessarily because I do have a news media law and ethics midterm the day we get back on oh, that's, campus. That's the day so, we get back? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, it shows geez. you how much pay- attention I pay in that class. Yeah, uh, me and you both. <laughs> me, uh, me, and the entire class, for, really. Yeah, well, for for listeners, I if if they care to, to, to realize this, but me and Jacob are in a class together, and it's just a barrel of laughs in the back of the classroom. Oh, I yeah. never sit in the oh, back of classrooms, but when I do, oh, it's it's hilarious. It's it's a good time. It is. But no, just to prepare for a series tomorrow after my last midterm, hopefully we ace it and uh, we go from there. Mm-hmm. And I just got a couple things left, a couple tests, a couple exams, a couple projects. Actually, wow, that sounds like a lot of stuff. Just one That's of each. a laundry each. list. Just one of each, but uh, after that, I'll be going up north, a little snowboarding trip with some fam, some cousins, so no no heat. But hey, that's going to be cool. I'm going to be shredding on the hills, that's for sure. I'm going to be making some heat under my feet. That's what's up. What? I don't know yeah. if I'm just saying. I, I'll be doing the opposite. I will be... <laughs> Uh, they, I'll have the heat coming from the sun will be in supposed to be like 80 and, and Lottie all week so uh, yeah, yeah I was thinking I was going to go back to Texas but nope uh, we're, we're staying up here the girlfriend's coming up here so uh, it's going to it'll be fun it'll be great I, I'm looking forward to a not 40 degree weather because it's been a lot nicer out I will say oh, that it's been nice. this the is the one obligatory I remember Kyle Hattie said you know hockey season's ending when the snow starts to melt so you know that plays true today because it's been beautiful the past few days, even though it's been 45. Oh, it's, I feel like Michigan nice. has this thing with the weather where it's like it will just randomly like be like 60, 50, 60 one day, and then we go back to like 20 degrees the next That's day. That's two weeks from now. Yeah. Like, it's going to be two weeks from now because it always happens during the tournament. <laughs> always happens during March Madness. Great. Wild. And when, then you get a blizzard the next day. Yeah, when we need to be going out to bars and celebrating March Madness, it's going to turn to 10 degrees and then freeze over or something but hey we rambled long enough let's get into the hockey action we got a lot a lot a lot of breakdown in this episode but first games to note in the big 10 that happened last week congratulations university of minnesota on winning the regular season big 10 title they beat wisconsin not not only did they beat them they walloped them 5-0 and then 8-0 so uh congratulations minnesota they get the regular season chip uh number nine notre dame Sweepy number two, Michigan. I, I didn't see that coming. You guys see that coming? Buzz on the team. <laughs> oh, great. Here they we are. Go. They are on one right now. I will say that Notre Dame is rolling. So, yeah, they, they won the, all four meetings. Look for the Irish to make some noise in the tournament. I'm pretty sure I'm Notre pretty, Dame yeah. won all four, all oh, four meetings. Wow. That, Let's look. Four yeah, to one, yeah, two to one. They swept them on the road. And yeah. And three, two. Well, they were both overtime wins, but three, Still. two, five, four. Um, at Yost, and then they four, one, played two, at Compton. Compton four, one, and two, one. Yeah, yeah. Compton. Notre so, Dame, okay. Notre Absolute Dame, buzz saw of a team. I mean, they only have three losses in the entire calendar year. For some reason, they lost to Niagara. I'm sorry. Oh, no, so, 
sorry, four losses, sorry. There's Niagara, there's one loss, there's a 4-1 loss at Ohio State, a 4-1 loss to Minnesota at home, and then that one random loss I talked about a couple weeks ago where they let up like five goals on 15 oh, yeah, shots Wisconsin. against Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And yeah. I think that's Wisconsin's only win on the road this year, I think, if I remember correctly. No, it's their only win at right. home. I'm gonna look this Some, up, somebody said something about it. I remember this. I remember reading about this or seeing it because it's like Wisconsin – it's just terrible in the conference, and how they finished above Michigan State is well, at, no. That was a home. That, that game was in Madison. Well, yeah. So I, it's, their home record is terrible, or it's it's something. Their weird. record in general is terrible. Well, yeah. I mean, Everything do you have it terrible. up real quick? Uh, I'm what looking is at it, like three lo- and thirteen. I don't have the exact record. I'm looking at their wins: uh, two at home against Army, one at home in overtime against Minnesota. Okay, uh, home against Penn State, at home versus Yale. It doesn't tell me where that's at. Um, you said that, oh, that was that was in Milwaukee. Um, that was at the Bucks Milwaukee. Arena in Milwaukee, um, and then they beat MSU twice at home. Boo. Never and mind. It's it's no away. It's away. Yeah, they have. It doesn't they're, look like they won a game away on the road. Win. They're one away win. I think it's the the four to two win over Michigan yeah. in Ann Arbor in October. Wait, that happens. That's their that, only. That, that, that's their just, only. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Win. Uh, that's October what it was. 29th, yeah. I was trying to figure out. There was one stat that's ridiculous with with Wisconsin, and it's their four. Their only win is a four to two regulation win over Michigan at Michigan. That's their that road is record is so terrible. Whack. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well let's. Uh, they even let's... lost to the U18s. Half the Big Ten lost to the U18s. That's actually kind of funny. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, Notre Dame did sweep Michigan. Yes, that's where that stemmed from. But to round out the games to note, Michigan State splits against Penn State. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's when I put the uh, the clapping in there <laughs> with the editing right there. I mean, I mean, they finally won a game. They did it. They did it. So. <laughs> Update in the national standings. Michigan stays at two. Minnesota's at three. Notre Dame moves up to five, and OSU moves to 13. So that's four teams in the top 13. That's three teams in the top five of all of college hockey. So that, that goal is to show you about the Big Ten this year. Oh, geez. Absolutely. Michigan's a solid four, not a two. They're a solid four. Yeah, they're, it's, they're, they numbers don't... are all over the place. How do you lose two straight games? And you yeah, I don't know lose. why. I don't know why they kept them at two after they lost two. Wait, I mean, no, I thought I, they... Didn't they get bumped out to five? The, it just depends on which which ranking. I was you looking look at the USCHO rank. Oh, it's the yeah, CHO that's, ones. That's what I was looking at. Yeah, the USCHO. I swore was. Do we need a fact check? Fact, yeah, uh, fact yeah. Check. Uh, USCHO. I'm looking through games February 27th, 2022. Michigan is number five. Minnesota is two. Thank you. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh that's what I, they need. I mixed up my U of M's once again. But the uh, for the oh, rank, but for the remainder, M's. yes, the Big Ten rankings. It's uh, Minnesota's two. Okay. Michigan is five. Their name uh, is seven. Uh, Ohio State is twelve, <laughs> and then uh, no one else has got votes. Man, what rankings did I use this week then? Because obviously this might it be was last not. Week's. The, the, might the, be Penn, last week's. the Penn State fall Maybe. from grace. Well, if it's games through twenty seventh, the rankings came out to twenty eighth, so that's fine. You just got your U of M's mixed yes. up, but no, Whoops. solid five. Michigan a solid five. Big up Notre Dame, and. Uh, the fall from grace for from Penn State going from being ranked to receiving votes to splitting against wah, Michigan wah, wah, State. Wah, wah. Every Big Ten team was almost we were like a couple of votes short of having every Big Ten team be ranked at some point during yeah, the year. Yeah, because it was the, the last MSU two teams like, were in were Wisconsin and Michigan State, and, and this were, was like mid November. Yeah, 
This was right after the Lowell series. Yep. I remember Kinda that wild. too well. Shows you how deep the conference is. Anyways, speaking of the conference, let's update the conference standings for you guys. Minnesota in first place. They won the Big Ten regular season title. Michigan in second place with 51 points. Notre Dame finished in third place with 47, followed by Notre Dame in fourth place with 42. And then here comes the big old jump. Uh, fifth place, tied for fifth. I think technically Penn State actually won. I think, yeah, Penn State got yeah, the fifth Penn State spot. has a tiebreaker. Penn State yeah. won the tiebreaker over Wisconsin. They both had 20, but Penn State finishes fifth, Wisconsin sixth, and then Michigan State with 17 points in last. So that is the updated Big Ten standings. And this image, I wish I could just, like, to put it into the listener's eyeballs put in their retinas because I mean, like if you want me to describe it kind of give it a little explainer I yeah, yeah go, go ahead yeah. so yeah basically because the big 10 has seven teams uh there's no way to logistically make them all uh fit in properly so the first seed team minnesota gets a, gets a buy um and so what the way this tournament works is the remaining six teams seeds two through seven all will play in a best of three series this weekend and so the winner of those the winners of each of those series will then be reseeded. Lowest seed available will play Minnesota. Um, and then the other two will play each other. All the games are going to be held at the arena of the higher-seeded higher team. team. And after this initial round, all of the other games are uh, single elimination. So for and the, the series this weekend, number two, Michigan, will play number seven, Michigan State. Number three, Notre Dame, will play number six, Wisconsin. And number four, Ohio State will play number five, Penn State. Bada bing, bada boom. Yep. I forgot about the reseeding thing because on yeah. this image, it shows the winner, Michigan, Michigan State, kind of moving on to face Minnesota. I'm like, that number one unfair. facing number two. Yeah, that I, would be unfair. I was like, that's so dumb. Number one facing number two on the other side of the bracket, you have the strongest team as a three, but it's no, not that they, way. They get reseeded. Yeah. I, I did my research on this earlier because I was writing the uh, writing the preview for this week, which is now live uh, at Impact or, yeah, impact89fm.org. Um, go, go to the hockey section. There you go. So uh, that's uh, that's all the Big Ten tournament talk. Well, that's not all of it. That's the intro to it. But before we get into that, we got some games to break down that happened this past weekend. The first one, Michigan State falls to Penn State 5-3. Uh, I mean, if you watch the game, we all probably sadly remember what happened. But I'll just say what I typed out here real quick, and then we'll get into that. So Charleston gets the nod. Uh, Penn State opened up the scoring, but Nodler... Responds on the power play. This is Nodler's first point since December 30th against Michigan Tech. He has been not having a good 2022, so it's really, really good to see him score a goal, especially on the power play. Uh, MSU doubled up early and late in the second frame. They got a blast from Gucciardi from the point and a breakaway from Middendorf of six seconds left. So now Michigan State is up 3-1. It's the end of the second period. Momentum in MSU's favor and literally... When Middendorf scored that goal with six seconds left, I, I was on the, the Big Ten call. I looked over at Marin. I'm like, that's it. That's the goal. If they win this game, it's because of that. And then uh, that, that, that um, yeah, that that didn't really happen. Charleston did rob a lot of goals in the second period, though. So shout out to Charleston. That second period and the whole game, he was, he was doing really good. But then the third rolled around. It was all Penn State. There was one fluky goal off of Cole Krieger's stick. There was a terrible pass by Jesse Tucker, turned it over right in the slot to their captain to Naples, and he buried it. And then it was 3-3. Momentum was in Penn State's favor. They pushed it to four, then get an empty netter to win 5-3. They edged Michigan State in shots 18-4 in that third. 
and Michigan State falls 5-3 in that first game. So other than what the heck I just said out of my mouth, gentlemen, what do you guys have on that game one? I mean, it's kind of one of those things. I think they got comfortable with the lead, and they kind of just played that entire third period on their heels. Um, they weren't playing strong, obviously. Like they're, It seemed like they kind of mentally checked out. Well, wait, they weren't playing strong in the whole game or in the third? In the third. Okay. No, they looked great in the first in the yeah, first, first half period. First period was, I think, the best period of hockey they played in 2022. I'd agree with that. Um, but it's it's all about closing games out. And that third period, which is funny because that was that was like a strong point for Michigan State earlier this year, was how good they were in the third. This This game was just a complete and utter collapse. There's no real other way to describe it. It was... Yeah, there. It started off pretty like it's kind of foreboding at the beginning, with that one goal, um, where it just took the unfortunate bounce off of off of Krieger, and into the net, and then that pass. It was it was a a lot of like little mistakes and stuff like that. Um. Oh no, that Jesse Tucker pass. I I gotta cut in. That was that was a bad one. That you can't say that was that a was one. one. Uh, that yeah. Was just, no, that's oh, no. That was definitely like. It would be on whatever the college hockey equivalent of like Shaq and a fool is for NBA fans. Well, out the there. fact of the matter that it's it like, says it's that. one of those things where it's like, uh, let me finish real quick. Yeah. But it's one of those things real quick where it's like, you know, he didn't mean to do that exactly right there. It's just like it was kind of a it was just a blunder like that. And it's like you, like you kind of wish you this one of those ones you wish you could have back, but it's like just with the way that game was going, it was it didn't exactly help, especially also considering the fact that the shots on goal were 18 to four in that third period. Yeah. The fact of the matter that it says Paul to Naples unassisted at three thirty-five is no, that's wrong. It was assisted by Jesse Tucker. <laughs> it was, a, it was you. a centering feet of dreams uh, of yeah. absolute epic proportions with the fact that he was able to do that. Of course, like to set the scene for it, he was on his, le- on Charleston's left post, just skating and f- about to skate in front of the net. And I'm pretty sure he's a left-handed shot. He just, tries to go cross ice and doesn't see the blue jersey right in front of him. It hits the stick of DeNaples. Beautiful pass. And all of a sudden, I, th- I think Na- DeNaples did the uh, the Goldberg a little bit from the Mighty Ducks where you just f- he sees the puck on his stick, looks up, and is like, huh? <laughs> How and did just, this And then here? goes top shelf on Charleston. There's nothing. I mean, he went. I'm pretty sure he went bar down. Yeah, it looked bar down. It may have hit back junction, but back junction down, but nah. Long story short. Great assist by uh, Jesse Tucker. He had two assists for the wrong team. Or actually, he had um, to the wrong one, team. Two. He had three assists in the game. If, two you, of ca- them, if you count <laughs> two of them to his own team. <laughs> yeah, but Jacob, are uh, you done on on this game? Because I actually yeah. have, I have one thing. So yeah, go off, King. Um, the fact of the matter that you it it just seemed like it was going to be a Michigan State game that you have seen all of 2022. Whenever Pillowitz scores 50 seconds into the third, that's when you knew. Okay, like. The five-minute scoring that Michigan State has been prone to allowing all year happened again. DeNaples makes it, you know, three to three, and then you get the the Jagger Joshua penalty. Yep. And that that's one thing that it, it was self-inflicted wounds. All four of those goals in the third period were self-inflicted wounds. And I don't know if Jacob remembers this, but on that power play, I think it was like twenty seconds into it, McEachern from the near point. Tried to go. I know exactly near what side. you gotta say. He tried to go near side. Yeah, and there was an opening. Charleston was late getting to the right post, so it hits off the end boards, goes off the glass, and goes into the far corner. 
I immediately look to my right. I look at Jacob and I said, he just missed. He's not missing again. Five seconds later, goes up, goes cross ice, back to McEachern, same spot, goes far side because Charleston has to overcompensate. And it's just, I, I turn and I'm like, Told you he wasn't going to miss. I, I was like, I remember, He's going to pick a spot. I remember specifically turning back and telling you, like, eh, that's kind of a tough shot to make. Like, that's pretty far out. I wouldn't expect him to make that a second And then time. wrist shot and then, two nope, seconds nope, later. I was wrong. I was wrong. Off the, or close to the elbow, and it's four to three, and that, that was essentially just game over there. Mm-hmm. Um, there there's, a, there's a certain, you know, feeling of, you know it's not your night <laughs> whenever something like that happens. And then Copeland gets the empty netter. 5-3, you forget about it, and you go from there. Speaking of forgetting about it, Michigan State seemed to because the game two that happened after that, I'd say was their most complete game they played in 2022. Michigan State picked up the 2-1 to one victory on the last regular season game of the year. Woohoo! It was senior night, so the, boy, the boys were balling out for the seniors, that's for sure. DeRitter got the start between the pipes, of course, if, if Cole put Charleston in. Everybody would have just like stormed the ice after Cole. I feel like, but well, I mean, for senior night, yeah. you, you, he had to. He had, even if Charles. I was, even I was talking if, to somebody before the game, and really? they had said that there was. I, I don't know if it was Dan. I don't think it was Dan, but true. Somebody yeah. didn't start. I guess, or not even start, but like dress like a senior on senior night. I think it was a few years ago that oh, it happened. Oh, I was like, it was like I was a like, while yeah. ago. I was like, I, I remember seeing all of them out there. I was like, no, Madsen got on the ice. No, Madsen like, was, was there. there. Um, yeah. It was because Davidson wasn't, but. Yeah. I hope he's okay. I forgot about that that bad hit he took. Cautiously optimistic are the words straight from Danton's mouth about the status of one Jeremy Davidson. Oh, sweet. Okay. 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 Cautiously, Cautiously. optimistic. Although, uh, if we're going, if we're talking about, are, are we getting into the uh, the thing about game two? Yes. I mean, yeah. Just okay. Go, yeah. Go ahead, well, I was gonna say I was gonna kind of comment on one because I, I disagree with you a little bit about uh, you calling that MSU's most complete game they've played mm, in say. a while. And on in all actuality, just it's a few bounces away from being the exact same as the night before. It's one sharp angle shot and them not. Pulling what they usually pull. Exactly. But that's the thing. The th- I'm not pulling what they usually pull. Well, just because of two mistakes, they could that could d- that game defi- could have been. Well, define what they usually pull. Because when I look at the box score, I see, oh, so it was 18 to 4 last night. Oh, now tonight it's 20 to 2 in the third period. Yeah. As far as shots on goal. They were and under siege. The mm-hmm. only difference is Drew Ritter was doing uh, Drew Ritter things uh and was keeping them single handedly in that game in the third period. Also, also, the fact that they missed two grade-A opportunities to start the third period. I think it was Kerwin had a tap-in at the back door, and he pushed it wide. Oh, I forgot about that. He pushed it wide. Let's not forget, Penn State missed two empty nets, and then they had a, they had a breakaway, and, and DeRitter, he tried to go um, five-hole on DeRitter, I'm pretty sure, and he, he closed the pads, but still, like, those happened within two minutes of each other to start the third. What about the, the Cole Krieger one? The Cole Krieger save where it was behind DeRitter, it was going Yeah, then, well, well, that's 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 Was later. that one of that's them? Later that was in later, the game. okay. That's late, that's on the the penalty. Yes, that the five-minute major, which, hey, do, do you mind if I do my little spiel about it? Then yeah, we'll, then we'll get into it. it. Okay, so, senior night, DeRitter between the pipes. Now they're once again scores, so second goal and third point in the weekend, so good job now there. 
Uh, he started the scoring off of the first. Kevin Wall for Penn State responded on pretty much their only good chance in the first. I think MSU controlled most of that first, and then Penn State really had no chances. So it was 1-1 one, one after 1. Or no, 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 no. Whoops, sorry. I can't I can't believe I forgot that. I jumped the gun. It was not 1-1 one, one after 1. It was 2-1 after 1 because Adam Goodsir, Snipe Show himself, goes down the left wall, just throws a puck onto net, absolutely squeaks past Solier's glove, and... It was just like, wow, it's in. There we go. 2 1 for Michigan State. They push that lead to, or they get the lead with nine seconds left. And uh, the second period, for me, I, I think it was very even. Very even second period. Back and forth. Penn State had a lot of better chances in the second. But then the third period, this sure, you know, you could nitpick my m complete 60 minute game. But third period, it was the Drew DeRitter show. Penn State brought it. DeRitter answered. He stopped all 20 Penn State shots in the third and saved 30 out of 39 shots in the game. Michigan State gets a 2-1 dub, and there's a there's a lot more we'll talk about the game. But, yeah, go right ahead, Cam. Well, I mean, Jacob, Jacob do you want to yeah. go? Yeah. I mean, no, my, my main thought was it's kind of the same thing as last night. It's just they got – they were more, a little more fortunate with the bounces. Um, like, that one – that good sir goal is – I mean, like, that's not a goal you're going to score that often. Well, that's it, not all but, on that good circle. It's not even how he scored it. It's how he was able to get that puck in the first place. Because I swear it went off the ref. Ooh, I don't I remember how it, it got. To it him. died. I don't he know. He dumps that... the puck in. He's trying to dump it, and it it slows down on its way into the Penn State zone. I know the ref was right there on that far wall. I don't know if it hit him. I swear that, he carried it in. I swear no, he, he, carried he pushed it, it forward. Mm -hmm. He pushed it forward. It was going to be like a uh, like a slight dump in, and. He must. I don't know what his major is, but he must be very good at math because he literally put the ex the right amount of weight that he needed on it because that was the only reason he was able to get there because that puck mm. stopped. It was stopping. Regardless, though, that's kind of the thing. That's the thing about it is like the bounces. That yeah, it's all about the bounces. Like whether that is or not, but like they that was a fortunate whether it went off the ref or not to begin with. It's still a very fortunate bounce to even have that go. Like in trickle through that five hole of Soulier the way it did. Oh, it was five hole. Didn't it beat him glove side? No, it, no, it beat him hole. between the pad and the the. Like he was kind of going to like the post leg or VH, I guess is what yeah, they call it. Yeah, but he was um, standing up, so it's like you can't even. Oh no, that was block. Yeah, that, that was blocker side. Yeah, it, it literally. It, I don't even know wrong. how it went in because it didn't go through the. It didn't go through the wicket. I saw, I saw, it just like it went between the pipe and his pad. Yeah, it was and like, it just jumped up and hit off his backside. It looked to me like it. It kind of went like five hole like when he was going or like when he was kind of going into the vh um because he was halfway in it yeah he wasn't it was like fully in it i think he just hit one and no, like kind of got the in between of his pads on the way down yeah he just wasn't like that's that's the moment he scored sorry you guys can't this is audio and you can't see it but that's the moment goods are scored he was not hugging that post well it was well because he had, he had already shot it by that point the puck's already in the net at that yeah. point so at that point he's full on in vh essentially except he's not he's not hugging the post his his leg is in position for it but his body's not mm -hmm. but the thing was is is if you go backward. if you if you scroll like 10 seconds before it i don't know how that puck gets to good sir stick right there because he shot it from just in front of the red line like sharp angle shot indeed but yeah they literally cut it off Soulier's, they don't show anything <laughs> Soulier's not in he's he's getting in there but he gets it so late that it it sneaks between the the pad and the the, the pipe and takes like a few like weird bounces off the paraphernalia there and in the back of the net bada me bada boom but this is where i like 
what Jacob is saying and I like what you're saying yeah. because it's not it, – to me, that was a 60-minute performance. And the reason why is because of what Jacob's talking about. You are not going to spend the entire game with your foot down on the pedal. That's not how hockey is. That's not how most sports are. Saturday's game, and a lot of people hate how I made this comparison, it was literally like watching a soccer game. There were moments where it was, you know, generally just a little bit back and forth, but there was there were five-minute ebb, ebb and flows. Michigan State would have five minutes in the offensive zone, and then they would have five minutes in the defensive zone. Even in that third period, it still happened. They were they were 20-2 to two in shots, but there were five minutes in favor of Penn State, and then Michigan State would clear it out a little bit, get some uh, neutral zone pressure. They just couldn't get a shot in. It would go back and forth. That's where I like that game because it was something that I haven't seen out of Michigan State at least since the beginning of the year, even before then. It was... Hem, they were hemmed in their own zone a lot, but they couldn't find a way to either get the stop that they needed, get in shot lanes, which is something that they did a lot of. And like I think we'll talk about the 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 penalty a little in a little bit. But in my general synopsis of the game was, it was like watching a soccer game, and you were just wondering, okay, like who's gonna get the upper hand? Who's gonna flash the glove when you need them to? Who's gonna get in the shot lane? Who's not gonna let them get a get a scoring chance? You know. It was a very entertaining game, and it was fitting, fitting that it ended the way that it did with everything that went on in it because it was the quintessential Michigan State-Danton-Cole game. Yep. Oh, yeah. Quintessential because we'll talk about the, the main thing that we're, we're neglecting to talk about here in a second, but it wouldn't have been a quintessential Michigan State game of the past, you know, at least two years without what happened in that third period. <laughs> So what happened in the third is also to note there were no penalties. I totally forgot there were no, no penalties, penalties in the game at all. At all, I remember. I remember that because I was because Ryan and I were on the call and I remember talking to him specifically multiple times about it was so chippy. It was so very, chippy. It was getting very chippy and it was like there's some things. It's like oh they probably should have called this like hit here. Like this probably could like this could have been a slash or a hook or something like that here. But it's like they're they're not calling anything. They let they're him play. Like, I would say it they got out of hand, play. and then it got back in. It got a little bit out of hand again in the second, and then it, it just it kind of resulted back. Every time it got out of hand, it was near the end of the period, so they had another seventeen minutes to cool off. I'm not gonna mm. lie, I kind of liked it like that. Let, it did. Like, no, I really like it. Like it was a lot different than when they were playing at Pagula. No, like I'm not saying anything about officials that were there during the Pagula, uh, the games at Pagula, but. Jagger Joshua got a quick hook. He got a two and a ten, I think, two minutes into the game on the second night. Yeah, that, that and was. There, a there bad. were some penalties that you're like, really, really, you're gonna call that in a Big Ten hockey game? Come on. I thought. I thought even. Yeah. Speaking of Jagger Joshua, he was phenomenal. In that he second was absolutely. He was a man on a mission. He was everywhere oh, yeah. too, and he like he destroyed. He was destroying and I people think, too. And I think, and that's the fun part is you. You guys were on the call for that game. Mm-hmm. Did you like the lineups? Did you like the lines? Honestly? Because they reunited the Kelly, Nodler, and Joshua line. I think it was Nodler on the, the centering on that one. Or center on that one. Yes. It was the same lineup that was there in the past, you know, five or six before Davidson got back in the lineup. Because I everything about that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that and I was like, these lines make sense. Matson, Goodsir, Haskins, fourth line. And then you had um your 
I think it was I'm not even gonna actually look at it, but you had Louis you Middendorf had, Tucker first line. Yeah, Louis Mitz Tucks. And then you had the, the the grease ball line of just Tanner Kelly, Josh Nodler, and Jagger Joshua. And, and I say, and so I lo- say that proudly. I love because that I will line, say that this Tanner Kelly, for what he has done for Michigan State this year, I think he's got two goals. I don't care about the production. The kid has actually learned to throw the body around in the past month. And it is amazing to see what he has done. That, oh, I like the kid his from California. Game. He plays a complete game. Mm-hmm. And that's where I love having him on the same line with Josh Nother, who can win faceoffs. Because not going to lie, you have to win faceoffs. But Tanner Kelly, actually, he's got the skills to pay the bills. He doesn't get a chance to show them because a lot of the times he'll just get dispossessed because he's not the biggest guy. But he's been throwing the body around. And so have the defenders because Aiden Gallagher was starting to throw the body around too. And that was that was a treat to see that the defense – it wasn't just the Krieger twins, you know, Rain and Raven on the boards. It was everybody that that Saturday night. I I talked about it on Green and White the next day. Of somebody was asking where that the effort was, and it's like, it's always been there. The effort has been there. It's just there's a different mo- there's a different understanding, or not even an understanding, but just a mindset of you can tell when like bad breaks come because when you know the the first the first game friday night where where it goes off a stick in front and then you have the turnover it's like puck lock puck lock is the most it's it works in mysterious ways and it just seemed like all right they they it it just seemed like they were going to take it themselves they were going to take over themselves on senior night because that's what they did they weren't gonna they weren't going to lose that game nico mueller said it they weren't going to lose that game which I hate that it took till senior night to get to that, though. That's what I did like about these lineups, because I know that we're talking about them now. I feel like, especially at least for those top two lines. Beautiful. The, I love those top two lines for the reason of it feels like they have an identity. That's not something I don't think they had uh, before. It's like you can send, you can look at the lineup now. So first line, I have the line chart pulled up here. It was, yeah, it was Tucker centering, Lewandowski on the right, Middendorf on the left. And Lewandowski filled in for Davidson because Davidson got injured right. the weekend prior, by the way. Right. But like, I can look at this lineup here and I can say, night prior. and like, he I can a, tell. He took a hit that in the second period of the first game. Oh, wow. Who am I thinking? Who got it? Nah, never mind. Move on. But yeah, like I can look at this lineup and I can tell, like this, I know exactly what, they're going for and like you know what, what you're the, gonna get exactly and like you know what the purpose of this is you know tucker's there to, to make plays he's there to feed guys like Min- mindorf the scorer and sometimes the opposing team <laughs> that one goal i really hope that one goal notwithstanding uh but he's no a good man he's a good man but like you can see you can see the vision of that tucker's a great playmaker yeah put him on a line with guys vision. like Middendorf and lewandowski that can put the puck in the net I, I love that line, and they did well. He's a distributor. It's great. Exactly. It's like, ha- it's like having a nine in soccer. He I mean, my... you, you don't have your junior league team's record in assists if you're not good at distributing the puck like he is. Exactly. Like he's he re- very good. He reminds me a lot, the way he plays, uh, of Robert Thomas. I, I say that because we're also watching the Blues game in the background. Ah, of this. Geez, here, but we, like, here we go again. Well, no, I say that specifically. Robert Thomas is a very good, very good forward. He is. I love Robert I Thomas. But like that, that they play the same style. Like he's not going to go out there and play the style of hockey that is going to like get you all the goals in the world. But he will he will make sure all his teammates are in the right position. And that's why I like that pairing with him 
with scores like Middendorf Lewandowski. Um, and then the same same goes for the second, or well, not same, but for the second line, it's kind of the same thing. Like you know the way that these guys play, they are going to kind of muck it up in the corners a little bit and like kind of play a little closer of that possession based game that I think is really important between Tucker, Nodler, and Joshua, or not uh, Kelly, Nodler, and Joshua. My bad. Um, it's kind of one of those things where it's like you know what you're going to get. And they have an identity. They have a certain style of hockey that you can go out there and say, I know what these guys are going to play. So question, if Davidson comes back for the the Michigan series, do you want that top line to change or not? It's going to. It probably will. Um, But do you want it personally? mm, After after one sample size? I'm looking at this lineup, and I'm trying to figure out... Here's the other thing. The adjustments I'd make. Michigan State is two and zero with Davidson out of the lineup. Oh my goodness gracious! What your leading oh, scorer, no. your leading <laughs> sc- when your leading scores uh, out, they they're two and zero. So I'm I'm looking at this lineup and I'm trying to figure out first like who, um, the return of Davidson would bump out of the lineup. It's either Matson or Haskins. It's it's, all, it's one of those two. So I would probably because they're lean... not they're not running an extra skater as a forward, right? And that's the and for that reason, I probably lean a little more towards Haskins. I think bumping out of the lineup, um, just for kind of a size thing. I, I, with that fourth line, it gets you a little more gets you a little more size up front. Yeah, it's the only problem is, is that both Haskins and Matson are good on the penalty kill. I mean, you're, you're not yeah. you you don't have like a clear favorite. You actually really have to go down and look at it. Yeah, but I think though it would have to be. Like you, I I would say you just kind of put because Davidson and Lewandowski both are right. will play on the right wing. Wait, we'll throw Matson in because Matson scored against Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Boom. So so like for solved solved. <laughs> so what I would say is you Gonna could score throw, again easily. <laughs> honestly, I think the only if I were Cole in this lineup, I think I would consider putting Lewandowski on that line with Goodsir and Matson. I honestly think that could work. And then if you put then you could then it would be Tucker, Middendorf, and Davidson in the first, then Nodler, Kelly, Joshua, and then Pat Mueller Hodges in the third, and then good Sir Matson Lewandowski, I think could work. He could it elevate would, that. It line. sounds a little, yeah, it sounds weird it's, putting it's weird because the, the Pap, Mueller, and Hodges line, it's just you don't know what to make of it. Yeah, right. you really don't. That's the only problem. Pap's amazing at face offs, but Mueller and Hodges haven't, you know, the point production is just not there, but yeah. they they do their job that they need to do. So yeah, right. And that's I don't know. I feel like you can get something a little more uh, as far uh, putting Lewandowski with Matson and Goodsir. I think it could work. Yeah, getting all the seniors on the line. Yeah, well, let's talk to Cole about this. Let's bring him in. I'll, let's bring him in on the pod. Come put on, me as a coach. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. Dad. Put, no, no. put me as a coach. <laughs> so here, here we go. After, again. after the after the whole lineup, you know, debacle. Once you get there, then you actually have to play the game and. Now I'm I want to say this. Michigan State killed off a penalty. Like they killed off a penalty or like I've never seen them before. Not even just a penalty. They had uh, just you're up 2 to 1. You have 12 minutes remaining in a game that you're up 2 to 1. You've kept the lead. And Christian Krieger hits a 5 foot 6 generous 5 foot 6 forward Very in Danny Janiev. Who goes crumbling into the boards? It's a textbook hit from behind. He's gone. Five minutes score at will power play. Mm-hmm. This is where I said it's the quintessential Dan Cole Michigan State game. Because it wouldn't be one without a five minute major 
given to a defenseman. At a bad time. You know, At a very bad time when yeah. you're leading a game. The thing is, that that penalty kill was great, though. Oh, so let's yes. talk no, about that so, penalty kill. Fun, so I'll throw kind of a stat to kick things off. Oh, don't take my stat. What, take was, the what was your stat, stat going to be? Take the shot block. Stat. Oh, I was not going to say shot blockings. I lost, but, I lost track of how many shot blocks they had I know the number. I was trying. But <laughs> I guess kind of fitting into that. How many shots did Drew DeRitter have to save in that entire penalty kill? I feel like two. Four. Four. Ah. On, on a I'm five, so good. On a five-minute <laughs> score at Kev, will. Kev, you take the trophy. Line. Here you go. It well, is. the reason why he only had to face four, ladies and gentlemen, is because... Actually, I don't even know if they're counting the 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 save that wasn't by DeRitter. Michigan State oh, no. blocked seven shots on that power play. Seven. And then I will say this. Like, Cole Krieger... Redeemed had, his brother. He had a block in that game... That denied, I think it was Kerwin, in the second period. Wide open cage, hits the shin pad of Cole. Or it hits his stick. Either way, Cole saves a goal with a shot block in the second period. He clears the puck out of the crease as it sneaks through the Ritter's pads. It was going in, 100%. It was going in. Yep. Keeps it 2-1. to one. So he, he pretty much saved two goals himself. He saved himself. the game. Yeah. Cole Krieger saved the game. Said, Christian, brother, you screwed up, but hey, I got you. Let me just poke this puck out and of the I crease And I mean, there's really quick. nothing that Christian can do on the hit. Like, it was, no, it was no. uh, it's just, it, it doesn't help when you're. It's a bang, bang play, and the guy you're hitting is five foot five. I was going to say. It's hockey. Generous five foot six. I was going to say. The Charlie that... Combs effect. I did say yeah. five foot four on the broadcast. Now I feel a little bit bad. <laughs> I, think, I, think the th- I think the sheet said five five. Yeah, somewhat I mean, at Kawasaki, it said five four. Basically, so. yeah, around the same, around the. It's though. just basically, that, it's like you knew they were going to win the game as soon as they killed off that penalty. As soon as he's, as soon as Cole saves it off the goal line, you're like, all right, they're winning. They're. I wasn't that confident. I wasn't that confident. Oh, I was. For 13. I was a hundred percent. I'm like, I'm like, there's, there's no way. I mean, this is just too scripted. For them to, a two-to-one game with a five-minute major that they had to kill off late in the game while nursing a lead. Oh, and it's to your senior defenseman. Your game-winning goal is coming from a senior forward who's scored once this season. Tell Boom. me how scripted. Very. The, uh, yeah, a senior shot you probably mentioned. I definitely wasn't listening for a second. I mean, that Big was 10 just... script writers just have a race, I'm saying. I, oh, my gosh. They could make a movie out of that. Only if we can tell them to make the basketball team better, though. Yeah, it's a topic for a different podcast. Fair. Oh, wow. What a turnover. And Speaking of turnovers. That's Mika Zibanejad for you. <laughs> Sorry. Once again, Blues Rangers game is on in the background of this. So uh, we're yeah. watching. The... I mean, we, we've honestly, I feel good talking about that game. Um, Ryan, you want to you wanna steer the ship forward? Yes, yes. We have we have talked Michigan State hockey enough, but we're still going to talk more. But first, we'll do a little, little schedule update. The only thing on the schedule for Michigan State, uh, Michigan State, if I could speak correctly, there we go, is uh, traveling to Yost for a best of three in the first round, the quarterfinal round of the Big Ten tournament. Obviously, if Michigan State miraculously beats Michigan, then we will have some more hockey to talk about. But for now, that's the only thing on the schedule. And hey, let's just jump right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Michigan State travels to Yost to take on the number two team in the big and the number five team in the country, Michigan. So right now, uh, obviously... Michigan State finished last in the Big Ten, seventh. They faced number two, Michigan. Uh, 
Michigan State did lose all their games against their rival. Closest game was the 3-2 loss back at Munn in November. Very, very close game. They they showed that they could play them at one point, so who knows? Uh, Michigan State did just get swept by Notre Dame, so Michigan hockey trending down. Michigan State coming off a win. They're trending up. There you go. And some other stats, Michigan has the third most goals per game in the nation with 3.9 and the eighth best power play with 25%. So how how the heck is Michigan State going to fare against this, this uh, some may say, buzzsaw of a team right now? But they did lose their last two. I was going to say, you could be overly optimistic and just say, hey, pick the team that's on a winning streak right now. Boom. Uh, as opposed to a two-game losing streak. Put the, put the house low on it. Right, the hot hand. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, no, nah, I mean, it's it's still... It's still Michigan. Yeah, it, I kind of wrote in that preview of uh, it was basic. It's it's very easy to say like, oh, hey, this team can now go back to the kind of the form it was at before Christmas. Um, like keep in mind, for example, that like close three two game where MSU kind of dominated play against Michigan at Mun like for two out of three periods. Um. But I was saying, yeah, I, th- I think that's being a bit optimistic. Uh, keep in mind, we're still talking about Michigan. The, you know, the whole four of the top five picks from the 2021 draft, five, four Olympians. I think they've been ranked in top five since all of 22. I can't remember when they got ranked in top five in 21. You get the point, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's we that. need us go on. We're also talking about a Michigan State team that got outshot a combined, what, 38 to 6 in the third period this past weekend against the second worst team of the Big Ten. Okie um, dokie. Thank you for that, Jacob. <laughs> I'm just saying it's uh, like that that kind of stuff will not fly against Michigan. They're they're too sure. talented. They're gonna they would need to be on their game for an entire 60 minutes. And as of right now, I don't have a reason to really think that that will happen. To me, this this is just a little bit too scripted because it is very hard to sweep in the Big Ten. It's very hard to get swept in a regular season series in four games. It is remarkably hard to beat a team six times in a season. I mean, that's why the NHL playoffs are only four games because it's hard to beat a team four times in seven games. So Michigan State has that going for them. Winning cures a lot of ales. That's what Cole said a while ago. That's what he's been saying every time that, you know, you have a press conference after a loss. You know, it's good to finally get a win. And he said it a very different way on Monday. Very joyous way. But they still haven't won anything. So I will say that. There's a difference between this Michigan State team this year than there was last year. This, this is where you start to get a little bit meta. Last year, you knew going into it, Michigan State was going to lose. In the first round against Minnesota, no, you're talking about? No, just every game. You looked at a team that they were playing and said, yeah, there's no way they win. Wisconsin, last game of the regular, or last series of the regular season, Wisconsin has the opportunity to win the Big Ten t- title outright in somebody else's barn. There was no way Michigan State was going to win. Everybody knew it. Nobody said it. Even during the 13-game losing streak, 
yes, I am a hopeless optimistic and I've never have been and never thought I would be. It felt different. It felt like they had an opportunity to win every night. Don't uh -uh. Give, give don't, or take, don't, give don't or take some no, nights. Give no. or take some nights. You take a look at those losses, all right? Let, like the Ohio State loss really good. The was it? I mean, obviously they well, should have. Well, the second Ohio State loss very good. The first one very bad. But you go into that series saying it's an Ohio State team that's hit or miss, mm. and this is a Michigan State team that's hit or miss. They split once against them. They lost a game that they played better at, better against them, and they won the game that they sucked at against them in November. Minnesota, four four games that they played them in 2022, three of them Michigan State, I think, had a lead in. And then the same thing against Notre Dame. It seemed like this team gave pundits, us, a reason to believe that every game, they still had a chance to win. And that's where I think this, this is completely different. Because I'm not saying that Michigan State's going to sweep. I'm not even saying that they're going to win. I'm just saying it's very different than what we were dealing with as a media team last year. I'd agree with that. I would also, to go back to my point at least a little bit, or kind of build off of yours, it's also not the same Michigan team. No, but let's, let's also take a look at that because they got blown out without the Olympians. But yet when the Olympians were there in, what was it, November? Yeah. Whenever they, yeah. yeah. They were close games. Early November, yeah. Close ish. One was. Games. Yeah. Close. First one, seven two, last one, or other last one. Last one was three two. two. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you take a look at it, I mean, the other ones, like, I don't think that Michigan or Michigan jumps out to, like, multi goal leads within the first period in three out of the four games, I'm pretty sure. Might even have been four out of Might have been all four of them. Yeah. Probably. I think all four, yeah. Because it was three nothing at mine, and then it was two nothing at Yost. Oh, no, the first game was actually two one after one. Yeah. So. That's but the I, only I, one. It's, it's. I just I don't know what to make of it because during the thirteen game losing streak, they played in some games where it's like they had a chance, and they weren't lucky. And after the Stars lost the Stanley Cup, Rick Bonus in his press conference said, "You know, in order to win the Stanley Cup, you have to be healthy and you have to be lucky." And. Michigan State's going to have to be both if they want to beat Michigan. And I think Saturday's game was where you start to see the luck roll around because they lost 13 straight because self-inflicted wounds and a few bad bounces. Like, sometimes you know when it's just not your night and it just start the bounces do not go your way. And you can't blame it all on that. I understand you have to create your own luck. But Michigan State was able to do that on Saturday night. And, you know, they might be able to in a very hostile environment. So I'm coming into this series with my expectations at the bare minimum. But I would not be surprised if Michigan State takes a game. I would not be surprised if they sweep them. Well, you wouldn't be surprised if no. Michigan State sweeps Michigan? My understanding of oh, this series man. is Michigan State either gets swept or they sweep. Wow. And it all comes down to is if Michigan State can play a full 60-minute game. Yep. Like Without they did Saturday. Without self wounds. Like they did that's Saturday. Important. And they play. If they play like they do against Notre Dame, then I see no reason why Michigan State isn't out of the game. 
That's all they have to do. I think when you take a look at the the games that the Olympians were out, possibly some overlooking of the team. Possibly you go in saying, oh, you know, they still have, or they, they've lost their four draft picks. The thing is, is, I mean, I think Christian Krieger said it the best. They can't turn it into a skills competition. He said they have to turn it, they have to keep it a man's game, not a skills competition. And if any team in the Big Ten has been able to do that against Michigan, it's Notre Dame. And if there's any team that's been able to do it against Notre Dame, it's Michigan State. I'm not saying it's a one-size-fits-all approach, but I'm just saying they know what they have to do. They just have to go out and do it. Yep, but in a hostile environment, which makes it In a hostile environment, but wouldn't you – I mean, I wouldn't no, want it no, there. No, MSU, would, I mean, MSU just, would love to have this at Mun. Oh, they would love they it. They would, but you can't have nice things all the time, so – that's just my long five-minute spiel. No, I do like that because the the way you put it, I, I didn't actually look at the team from last year comparing it to this year based on, like, going into games, how did you it really think it would fare? No, you're, it feels you're right. Different. But but the other thing is it feels different. And they're still not getting the results, but, I mean. They're still not getting it. It feels different, but against – Oh, they did have one good game of it against Minnesota, didn't both they? Both of them. Yeah. They were up in I, both of them. Yeah. I was going to say, Minnesota Michigan are the one that have them. Why, been, that's why I and... don't know what to make because, it, yeah, they held the lead on Saturday, but they haven't been consistently able to hold a lead. But is that the start? That's where I'm saying that this whole difference between this year and last year is they've played like they can win. They just didn't win. Last year, it you would go in headlines already written. Hey, I'm not saying we do that, <laughs> but it seemed like they were going to lose every week last year. It seemed like the writing was on the this, wall this yeah. year. I don't know why just every game felt like they had a chance to win. They didn't, they did Saturday. And I mean, it's one game out of 14. So, Hey, pessimistic optimism. I I like it. I'm pessimistically optimistic about the series. Maybe you are, but I am. Thank you. Thank you. Cam and I are both giving work. us each other the same look right I'm now. Yeah. There's a they, word no. for that. Uh, no, Cautiously I, optimistic? No, 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 no. Not there's, a, there's. Oh my God, what's it called? It's gonna. I hate <laughs> it doesn't matter. Let's <laughs> oh, move great. on. Yes. It's, a, okay. it's the example of like jumbo shrimp. Oxymoron. What? It's an oxymoron. What he just said. Yeah. That's why I say it. Jeez. All right, let's get this rolling. Anyways, yeah. so um, Blake Winsif, how is Michigan State going to take either going to take two games against Michigan this weekend? How are they going to do it? I mean, kind of already talked about it, but Jacob, how? Kind of building off what Cam said, it's all about consistency. That's kind of been the name of the game for the past like two months of Michigan State hockey. It's the the only thing where it was like I was waiting on something to happen was like the eventual run that the other team was going to go on and like the lead MSU have would disappear or or the chance of getting back in this game goes out the window. I feel like that's happened a lot recently or in the past few series and whatnot of blowing leads uh, or doing whatever. But it's like they will play these stretches where it's like they look like they can beat literally anybody in the Big Ten. There were stretches where they had multiple goal leads over the one seed and the number two team in the country right now. And, but then they would have these other stretches where they look like they would struggle to beat St. Thomas right now. 
Yeah. Case in point, the Ohio State first game against Ohio State in 2022. Yeah. You mean yeah. Minnesota? No, when with Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah Michigan yeah. State playing Ohio State. Oh yeah, 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 like that. I know what you're saying, but yeah, I mean, it's like it's one of those things. So it's like if Michigan State wants to beat Michigan, they're going to have to play that style of hockey that they're known to play, or that 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 kind of that man's game that Cam was talking about. They're gonna have to play that and play that style of hockey for a full sixty. Yep, that's the test. So we're doing Michigan State wins if. Yep, they got to score on the power play. Because Michigan's the number one team in the Big Ten in terms of penalty minutes. And they've they take Ooh. majors. I think they're number one in majors as well. Something. They they take a lot of penalties. So Michigan State, they're gonna need to capitalize on the man advantage. Cause I mean, they scored four power play goals against them. Now, mind you, they did lose by I think eleven goals in total and goals. Actually, no, because it was seven, three, six, two. Long story short, they scored four power play goals against Michigan. Now, mind you, two of them were on their backup goaltender. John Lovey, yeah. But they still struck Pater. So they got to score on the power play. When Michigan isn't able to use their running gun style, and you know the they're in the box, so you can't use your first overall, second overall, fourth overall, and fifth overall draft pick, you know, because you're on the penalty kill. That's You're going to need to strike it's it's a lot like in basketball. You got to steal possessions. So that's what they got to do. They got to steal some possessions on the power on the power play. I'm basically gonna harp off what you said, Jacob, off of Cam, and what you said earlier, Cam. It's it's the play a complete sixty, but more importantly, you cannot have a self inflicted wound. No no bad turnovers, and you cannot you cannot take a five minute major in this game. If you take a five minute major and give it to Michigan instead of you know offsetting five minute majors, I I know that penalty kill was amazing, but that was Penn State. Michigan is a whole whole different beast. If you take a five minute major against Michigan, that's bad news bears. If you let them get two more power play opportunities than you, that's not good too. You cannot have a bad penalty in this game. Take penalties when I I don't want to say when you need to take penalties, but the penalties that you do take, make sure that they are penalties, not just you're putting your stick in there and then he trips over. Like, you just no self-inflicted wounds that we've seen time and time again just make this team go down a goal and then they can't get back. And, and yeah, so that hockey cliches for me, but that's just, that's how I see it at this time of year. It's not that I don't want to think of something else and that I'm too lazy to think of something else. That's how they will win some games against Michigan. So on the flip side of things... Maybe a little bit easier to think about, Stincy. If if Michigan does what they will win, I think this can kind of go either way. Um, if Michigan wants to win, they have to control the neutral zone. Uh, that's kind of how they were able to get so what just completely dominate Michigan State, at least in that uh, game in Detroit. Was they just absolute like the defensemen? were just able to move the puck at will. Luke Hughes was the MVP of that game. Luke Hughes is like their whole defense that game. It was not or well, those he, two was games. A sharp shooter from the point. Well, it's not even that. What he was doing that impressed me the most in that game was the stretch passes and stuff. How he was able to push that pace, get the puck out behind the Michigan State defense because Michigan State was not controlling the neutral zone at all. They were able to get Luke Hughes is able to take the puck from pretty much one blue line to the in the span of half a second. With a, with a pass, and next thing you know, Michigan's behind the Michigan State defense, and 
that's a free look at Drew Dreyer. It's stuff like that. If you need to control the neutral zone and stop Michigan in transition, that's where their speed and their skill like that all thrives. If Michigan State can kind of ground that offense to a halt and make them play a slow, kind of grinded-out style of game, I th- uh, then there's a chance to win, but Michigan will have to just play their sort of game. You know, that, that same normal, high-skilled, get-out-in-transition-push-the-pace kind of game. I think they just have to score early, score often, and just keep their foot on the on on the floor. I mean, it's just Michigan can do that. They've done it against Michigan State multiple times, and it's just once they find that pace that they want to play, and they've they score one or two goals in a quick succession, they just have to step on the throat because they were unable to get that fourth goal against. Uh, Michigan State whenever it was played at Mun and they, they they were sweating it out. They were sweating it out for a little bit. So if they get a lead, they get it all uh they score often and uh you know they get the the uh, draft picks involved, they will they'll win those games. So I was actually gonna say your same exact thing, Cam, but I stopped myself because I think if Michigan gets a lead it doesn't matter. I think Michigan State is going to fight back so hard, and we've seen it happen twice where Michigan State falls down to Michigan early and they fight back. We saw it, obviously. Michigan went up 3-0 at Munn in the first period. Michigan State fought back, made that 3-2. We saw it at the game in the LCA. Michigan's up four goals, two of them shorthanded. But they only got within two. But they, That's but, the problem. But, it's because it, they got within two, and then they scored right at the end of the second period to put it up to three. That's what I'm saying. They keep their throat. They keep the pedal to the metal, like they like they've did at Yoast both times, and at LCA. But it's just like you you can't you can't say team can put the pedal to the metal and they could just score five goals all the time. Like it's it. I think Michigan State is going to have the most fight against Michigan they've had all year just because of this. You know, Michigan lost lost two. Michigan State won on senior night. And I, I, that's why I was thinking of going with that. And I went away from that. But what I actually thought of before, or actually got to, as you're saying to Jacob is new, is the neutral zone. I think the neutral zone is the key to this game. I think you hit the, the hammer on the nail, the nail, the, nail the head. There we go. When you said that, because thinking back at the, um, the game at Yost, the, the third game between Michigan, Michigan State, the game where Michigan State was down 6-0 and then scored two garbage power play goals. In that third, yeah, wait, am I thinking the same game? Let me let me pull it up here. You're getting the notes out. Yes, I'm getting the receipts out. Yeah, so that, oh, no, no, it was the LCA game. Sorry, I can I confused myself. It was the LCA game where Michigan State was down six to three in the third and all michigan did they they didn't do anything flashy all they did was just stack the neutral zone that's it they just stacked the neutral zone played played good defense and because of that michigan state could not solve it at all it was it was unlike michigan's normal game plan but michigan played it so well michigan had 15 shots to michigan state's one shot in that period mind you michigan state was trying to come back in that game michigan played the neutral zone so well in that game that it didn't even matter they just they just won it there and it won them the rest of that period and they obviously went on to win that game. So I think this game is decided in the neutral zone. I don't think Michigan State 
has enough control to say if they control the neutral zone, they'll win. I don't. I think it just it will have to be a war in between them. But if Michigan takes control of it, I think that that's when it becomes a problem. So if Michigan State can muck it up in the neutral zone both ways, I think that that's a way Michigan State can win the game. But I know this was a Michigan wins it, but whatever. I'll go. I'll go ahead and say that. That that that's my spiel. I'm done. I'm done talking there. <laughs> it's basically just keys to the game at that point. So yeah, makes sense. Okay, so moving on. Any 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 else? Anything else to say nope. on Michigan nah, series? Nope. We got everything. Sorry out of about tank. that, Stan. Uh, we're moving on to the pickums. So uh, updated standings. There's a whole paragraph of stuff that happened. Do you guys mind if I just like skip that over and just yes. say yes? Just, okay. It's confusing yeah. just yeah. to even read. Yeah. So basically, what happened? I got six points. Matt filled in for Cam. I feel sorry for you, Cam. Matt, you're fired. <laughs> Cam or Matt only got Cam two points, and then Jacob once again. That's that's nine points this weekend. That's what twenty twenty three or 20, I don't even know how many points in two weeks. Uh, I think yeah, that'd be twenty one. He's not I think. doing what he did last year. He's not doing uh, what he did last year. Nope. That's I'm learning from he learned his mistakes. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, it's it was the uh, those NHL games. I think I was the only one that got all three right. Um, yep. But those well, are all for I one didn't even extra get to point. Pick, but I mean, like so... that's still an extra three points. That's ha. Suck it, Cam. Even though it was Matt. That I mean, I would have picked. picked. What did I have? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You I, can look there. That... We don't. We don't need to talk about it. It's super just... confusing. Oh. But anyways, update in the standings. I am in last, still with forty-five, but one point behind Cam. Thank you, Matt. Did not pay Matt for those picks. I did not. But uh, Cam's got, Cam's in second with forty six, <laughs> and then Jacob uh, Jacob's in first with I, I don't even want to say the number, but it's I can six, say it. Yeah, go ahead, whatever. It's sixty seven. That's uh, that might be a typo. Do we but... need to throw the uh, the metaphorical branch in the spokes? Yes. Not not <laughs> we'll even metaf- we'll not even metaphorical at this because point. What I, well, <laughs> Let's how, just throw one what, in there. Because <laughs> what I said earlier of how we were going to knock him down was just yeah, it's not good for on air. No, I was <laughs> say like I'll think of a different. Hey, excuse. if we add both our points together, then we're winning. There we go. <laughs> Furic victories. Take, okay. Take it where you find them. So uh, this is going to be the uh, uh, Pick'em Big Ten Tournament Edition. So we're gonna do. I, I put the winner in. We do we want to put the winner in this one? Do yes, we want to? Yes, because I don't yeah. like your pick. It's terrible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I May, okay. So how many points is the winner, anyways? Ooh. I'm thinking like six or eight. Because that keep well, mind, that's three rounds add, worth of winners. Do we want to add doubling down? Oh, you know what? Why don't we do this? Somebody said four. Somebody make it eight. Let's make it six. Double down possibility. Six with a double down. Okay. So six of a double down that would be twelve. Then yes. I'm going to put this in the pod. Yep. Put the, put the receipts down. Okay. So we'll get to the winner shortly. That'll be, that'll be at the end of things. We, we forgot to fully talk this out, but the first <laughs> one on the slate, number five, Penn state travels to number four, Ohio state in a best of three. Who do you got Jacob? And in how many games? Because we're also I was gonna doing say, that. Yeah, yeah, we're Just doing one context, in one. Yeah, so it's for context, because these are all three game series or best of three for the preliminary round. Um, it's one point for the winner and an extra point if you get how many games correct. Um, so for this one, Penn State and Ohio State, I've got Ohio State in three. I Ohio State's kind of been tr- falling off a little bit this year. They have a better team, which is why I think they'll win, but they've kind of been really not that good recently. What, what do you mean? But they just haven't played recently. Like before no, that, even before that, they were terrible. They were terrible. 
What did they? They, they close had, out they the dropped season. Like four, oh, I forgot how many. They closed out the season. Let's look at the exact. Michigan so and they they lost their last four in a Notre row. Dame or Minnesota. No, they they lost to Michigan and Minnesota. Okay, and they were all. Oh, they lost all four of those. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see it now. So that's okay. what I mean. They did not end their season. And they did not very, play well. They didn't. Yeah. They did not no, end their season that, on a very good note. That holds. Um, I expect. Since, since Ohio fire. State's kind of coming down. <laughs> since, After saying absolute wagon like three weeks ago. <laughs> since Ohio State's kind of coming back to earth now a little bit. Good Lord. Uh, sorry. Rangers just scored. Uh, Boo. But since Ohio State's kind of coming back down to earth a little bit, I can see Penn State taking a game. Um, so I'm going to go with the Buckeyes in three. Nothing flashy here. Buckeyes in two. Penn State, absolute dumpster fire of a team. Penn State, I don't really know how they got fifth in the Big Ten. Well, I actually know exactly how, but it just still feels a little bit weird. I think they're going to take a game against Ohio State. Ohio State has not played in a couple weeks now because they finished their season early, and I think that might bite them in the butt for one game and one game only. Give me Ohio State and to win in three. This is my disclaimer. I only chose OSU in two because I need the extra point, so take what you want. I did say this was Penn State Revenge Tour back in November, or actually October, so... Yeah, they're not a dumpster fire of a team. They did beat Michigan State. So. Are we doing the doubling down on you can no. double down on that team? No, we're not. No. no. Are we going to get back in? No. Chicago? Not for it's this okay. one. Okay, I might, I might typo for Because we'll, we, we'll okay. still have NCAA attorney talk. True. Possibly. True. True. So uh, moving on from that matchup, the next matchup on the slate, number six, Wisconsin travels to Compton Family Ice Arena. Take on the number three ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Jacob. Irish in two. Enough said. Once we said buzzsaw. Wagon, uh, electric factory. What words do you want me to use to describe Notre Dame right now? Absolute wagon. That's the words. There you go. <laughs> um, but no, Notre Dame is rolling. Wisconsin still not good. Uh, as long as they don't, as long as Notre Dame doesn't run into the five goals allowed on fifteen shots kind of thing that they had that last may weekend again. <laughs> unless that somehow happens, I got Irish in two. Can I bring up my excuse last year for a pick of if Notre Dame just sets foot on the ice, they'll, they'll win? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, what I did said you say that on a that? podcast last year. I think it was like the Michigan-Michigan State game. I said if Michigan rolls up to the rink, if they get there safely, they'll win. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame in two. Absolute, as you said, electric factory. Uh, Notre Dame rolling. Wisconsin scrolling. Let's go. Yep, and... Keep it short and simple. Notre Dame, they're rolling. They're taking it in two. We have Notre Dame in two across the board there. And then the big matchup of the weekend. Number seven in the Big Ten, Michigan State travels to Yost Ice Arena. Take on the number two Big Ten ranked Michigan Wolverines. Let's see who we got. We've kind of already gone at length about this before. Uh, I got Michigan in two. They're just a better team. There's not really that much else needs to be said. Yost, hard place to play. I am taking the Michigan Wolverines in two. Oh my! I thought you were gonna. I thought something else was gonna be said in between. No, some words. No, there. no. Okay, okay. I am also taking Michigan in two. We have that across the board, but I do see a world where Michigan State takes one, and I don't really see the world where Cam sees Michigan State sweeping them, but. Hey, hey, it's, I, it's I one or the other. They it. get swept or they sweep, and I believe they they are getting yeah. getting swept. Yeah. Or is this reverse psychology? Mm. Mm. Okay, we'll just move on. <laughs> so <laughs> kind of got awkward. We also have uh, uh predicting the winner of the tournament. So go oh, but the winner, like we said, for six points if you get it right. But if you double down, it's for twelve. 
or a possible negative six. Or yeah, for getting it wrong. So go go ahead. Keep in mind. Jay, keep go. in mind. Keep in mind that. Um, Don't you erase your dumb pick. Put that back on there. Well, no. Well, if I if I want to double down on it, Steve, I'm not double down on my pick. I am not explaining my pick until you put whatever it is. Okay, Jacob, go ahead. There There is no uh, logistical reason for me to double down right now, considering I am up by 21 points right now in the pickums. I don't really need to lose six out of nowhere. Are you Um, sure about that? Yeah. Make a make a rule. Have to double down. (laughs) <laughs> Make it force me to what? But no, nah, no, nah, I wouldn't do that to him. But so the I'm I'm not going to double down on it for that reason. But the team I am picking kind of a surprise here because it's not it's different from what both of you guys have picked. Give me the Notre Dame Fighting Irish once again. Buzzsaw wagon electric factory whatever words I don't really I can't think of any other words for that. But Notre Dame rolling and they also and the way they play. They've had the number of the other big of the other top teams, the other contenders in this Big Ten tournament, especially Michigan. Well, they they've been splitting against mm, them. Here, here no, we go. They, here's why I Notre think... Dame has won all four games against Michigan. Oh, sorry, sorry, Notre Dame, not Minnesota. Think... My bad. No, no, you're right, you're right. Here's why. I sorry, think... I forgot. Both this. of you were wrong. <gasps> why? You're terrible. These picks are terrible. Why? Well, just... You guys are forgetting this. Reseeding, my guys. Yeah. Michigan State. This is the entire. I'm big calling ten. it out. This Notre is Dame is big... Notre Dame is beating Minnesota in the t- in the finals. No, they're not. I so you you have the same understanding I do of Michigan beats Michigan State. They're the two. They'll play a three or a four. Yes. Notre Dame beats Wisconsin. Not even close. They're the three. It doesn't matter at that point. Ohio State or uh, Penn State. Ohio State's beating Penn State most likely in three. Ohio State's getting the brakes blown off by Minnesota. Yep. It's not even close. So it's a fr- it is not it's even a close. Walk. That's a five goal game. It's a cakewalk to the championship for Minnesota. And Notre right? Dame beats the heck out of Michigan because they beat them badly at Yost. Or no, actually, those might have been the those, overtime. Those games. were close. Those were the yeah. overtime. Those games. are overtime. Doesn't games, matter. But Notre still. Dame is beating Michigan. I will. That I'll take that to my grave. Notre Dame is not good against Minnesota. And why can't the Rangers play defense? As I'm wearing a Dallas Stars quarter zip. (laughs) Igor. Let's go Blues. But no, I've got Minnesota just because I think that they stack up better against Notre Dame. It'll be close-ish, but I think Minnesota has won three out of the four games against them this year. And the games that they did win were substantial games. So for that, I'm taking the Golden Gophers to go regular season and tournament champions get the automatic bid and I'm doubling down cuz I need points and I need them badly and I am doing something that I I really don't know why there there's a reason why when when you when I erased it originally you were like why erase it you you wanted me to keep it on well I'm keeping it on for no no given reason no specific reason at all you just want to make me suffer I am just going for I'm going for madness I, it is March it is March and I'm going for madness I'm picking Michigan and I am doubling down I know what you said about them against Notre Dame and if they if they if Michigan wins against Michigan save Notre Dame beats the whoever the heck they're matching up against Wisconsin or I, I yeah the I just here. don't see Let's them go. beating I I Notre Dame Notre Dame Swept the regular season series against Michigan, but for some other reason, I think if they meet in the tournament, 
Michigan just wins. I have no no reasoning. No, not even say it there. I just have an inclination. You can make the tra- he, he can make he, the he, case he that just that the Michi- talent, their high end talent, is, is enough to get them there. He thinks that Michigan's going to deploy eh. the SEC. It just means more. Yes, <laughs> it just it ju- means more. It just yeah. I really I don't know. I also wanted to switch on my pick. Is why not? I also need some points. And what's the fun if Cam the, and I double down? On I don't the same see them team, beating you know? Minnesota. Yeah, oh. I I see them. I see oh. them beating both. But okay. That's uh shoot that that's that's all our Big Ten pickups. That's oh, that's a wrap right there. That Speaking is, of wagons, that that is a wrap right there. Uh, got we, we still have a podcast to wrap up here, guys. Come on, sorry, stay with me. Sorry, stay with sorry. me here. <laughs> I don't. You can, you can look at it in two seconds. Anyways, that's gonna wrap it up for the the pickums. We do have a lot, a lot, a lot of coverage for you guys though. The game on Friday between Michigan State and Michigan. Cam and Jacob will be on the call. Anybody on play by play color? Do you guys? I think Cam's doing play by play. Yeah. Yeah. Camo play play Jacob on color. I will be writing that game, and then it will be Cam and I on the call for Saturday's game. You can, I mean, we'll talk probably, about it in we'll a second because I've got. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it, and then Jacob will be writing that game, and then Sunday, if needed, we will not be able to do a broadcast because MSU basketball is playing, but we will have some writing coverage for you guys if you ever do. Please do so, please to read it. I don't know what I'm saying, but whatever. Uh, any last words, gentlemen? Blues still away. Okay, no last words. Great. Uh, three see. goals on three shots in a two minutes. Okie dokie. Oh, we'll see you guys oh, next Igor. week. Uh, have a great rest of your day, evening, morning, night, whenever you're listening to this. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. Peace out.